Welcome back to On Right Podcast here. You have Elijah alongside G. Uh, you know, another episode. Uh, we're one week in the books in college football. Uh, one week uh, closer to the NFL kicking off. I think the first game is this Thursday. Uh, you know, Matthew Stafford and the Rams versus the Bills. Uh, you know, we just finished up hard knocks with the Lions last night. Final episode there. Uh, you know, we're kicking off 1 p.m. versus the Eagles this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, finally seeing what all, the, you know, what all the hype about was about what, a, you know, whether we could actually put up versus a very solid team, you know, so kind of, kind of want to throw it over to you, you yeah. know, overall, how do you think we were represented in, in hard knocks? How do you feel watching all the in-depth film going into the season? Yeah. I'd say overall, just to kind of wrap up the season, hard knocks, I, it was solid. I mean, I'll probably give it like a seven and a half out of 10. Um, I like an eight. I, I feel like I wish I would have been able to see more other players on the team, but I get, you know, hard knocks kind of tends to focus on, you know, a lot of like the undergraduate free agents, like people trying to make the team. So, you know, I, I understand that, but it would have been cool. I think I said a couple of times even last week, like being able, able to hear from like, um, you know, Jameson Williams or just, you know, more of the other receivers in that room um, or the receiving room or just, you know, more people on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but maybe, maybe, maybe that's telling us they don't think we got the stars that, you know, we need in order to kind of, you know, gravitate more towards them, you know, in these types of situations. But, um, either way, I mean, I feel, you know, it was cool. You know, we, they kind of highlighted the seventh round pick that was a DB, um, looks like Arizona State. I think his name is Chase Lucas. Kind of funny just like watch him walk, like follow coaches around and just tell him how good he's going to be and ask him if he's going to make the team. So kind of getting like that. Almost got like that kid in the candy store type feel, or just kind of like you know, wide eyed, just you know, rookie kind of just like, just I guess you don't really expect those types of things to be said, but the fact that they were being said was just you know, it was kind of funny and surprising to me, um, especially because yeah, I mean, you know, this is not college where like you're on a scholarship or in high school or like you know, this is like you could be gone tomorrow type deal. So you know, the feedback and just the responses that he was, you know, I saw him getting back from the coaches. I'm pretty sure he ended up making the team, but, you know, it showed me that, like, you know, um, there is a little more camaraderie, you know, even in training camp when it comes to, you know, those types of things. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's always, you know, I I say as a fan, it's kind of tough. You know, you see, like, a lot of players getting let go and stuff and, you know, getting cut, and it was cool to see the kid at Pimpleton, you know, see him, you know, he went to school at CMU. Um, didn't make it with the Lions, but, you know, clear waivers had to work out with the Giants and, you know, and able to get a contract there. Um, glad we were able to address the QB issue. Um, not gonna lie, wanted to scratch my eyes out watching Sudfeld, or not Sudfeld, I'm tripping Blau and, um, Doyle kind of duke it out back and forth. I'm glad we were able to kind of upgrade, you know, our backup quarterback by getting Sudfeld from the 49ers. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think overall, you know, um, enjoy, you know, how much we were able to see a Hutchinson. Um, Eminem made a cameo, which I thought was pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie, I'm probably not going to pay $10 for a plate of spaghetti when I can make a whole bowl of, or a whole pot of spaghetti myself for like six, seven bucks at home. But, um, yeah, overall, I think it was a solid way to end, this, end the season. Yeah, no. So um, I've actually walked past that uh, my spaghetti and it's never open. But that's the whole uh, side note. Um, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just uh, back to the top of Hard Knocks here, I would say, you know, overall, I felt like they clearly kind of had an objective that the big one of the biggest personalities in the room was Dan Campbell. 
and they were going to make that a focal point of the show. I think that was very apparent. Um, Using uh, Hutchinson as a no-brainer, second-round pick, regardless of who that would have been, whether we went Sauce Gardner, um, Walker, uh, Walker, random quarterback, that guy was going to be highlighted no matter what. Uh, But I think it was obviously we know him, and uh, he looks like he's going to be a complete stud uh, and and hopefully coming off the end for the Lions for, you know, the next 10 years here. But I would say, you know, you you hit it right on the head. You know, I I do think I would have wanted some type of in-depth two, three, four, five-minute thing with Jamison Williams showing his recovery, showing where his mind state is, that type of thing. Uh, Same with Jeff Okuda. You know, uh, that was the number three overall pick from two or three years ago. Uh, I don't remember any particular time where he got highlighted as far as interviewed and talked to. I know, um, you know, he was obviously shown within practice from time to time, but he's never was talked about. He never was coming off a major injury. Um, One of the biggest what ifs or make it break it's on our team, you know, and that just wasn't talked about. That's a story in itself, you know, top three pick. Um, from Ohio, from Ohio State, had a great college career. Uh, potentially drafted, <laughs> potentially drafted too early, and um, you know, and, and kind of had a lot to live up to, and has not done that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, and now he's at the point where he's getting picked on as a cornerback, and because they look at him as a weak spot, uh, which is like the worst position to be in. Um, when yeah. you know people get excited when they see you line up, and the quarterback, you know, gives that receiver that head knock. And um, so I think, you know, he, that's a story in itself that we just weren't talked about in, in a, one of the bigger stories for the Lions, as far as, you know, what we're going to do with him. Yeah. And, and something that is going to be major news throughout this season or um, uh, at the end of the year, when we have finally have to make a tough decision and, um, and his play will potentially make it an easier, tough decision for us. But that's kind of the biggest couple of the biggest things I think we they potentially missed out on yeah. uh, as a whole. And yeah, no, go. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I wonder if like the Lions are kind of like, eh, we're gonna kind of keep you know things away from Okuda. You know, he's got a lot of pressure on him. Probably just best to kind of let him just you know work on getting back. And then even with like Jamison Williams, you know, they don't want him to kind of slip up and be like, oh well, you know, I, I could probably be ready week four. You know, I don't know. You know, I think sometimes like I feel like the NFL, they just. They want to keep certain things. I can key just from like a competitive advantage standpoint. I could be totally wrong, but I do feel like, you know, maybe that was kind of what went into that as to why we didn't hear, you know, much about, um, you know, Kuda. It would have been, it would have been cool to at least, you know, understand like, you know, how his rehab was going, you know, where he was at with things. And I was doing some, you know, some just some reading on Twitter as far as like where he was at. He was fighting for like the number two spot, like the number two corner spot at the time. I think he ended up like winning that battle. So like, yeah, I mean, I think it would have been better, you know, nicer to kind of get a little bit more of an inside track on that, what that looks like. Yeah, no, so I, I, I agree. And, and just, you know, moving forward uh, or, you know, just wrapping up a couple other things. I think it's always, I hate to say that, like the best TV and toughest to watch, you know, those players getting cut. Um, you know, few of them, you could tell the motion on their face. Few of them, yeah. you could tell that they thought they were going to walk out and get four or five, ten calls. So mm-hmm. I think uh, you could tell the different uh, type of emotion that each player um, uh, let out. But, you know, that's always the best, you know, one of the more inter- entertaining and, and you know, just real life things you can watch. You're watching people get fired on real time. Yeah. And, um, and 
people that we've potentially known or watched for the last couple of weeks on here or maybe in college. And uh, so it's just kind of it's tough, but it's always, you know, something that usually stands out from hard knocks. And, yeah. What's the, yeah. what the real world work like that where you got let go and you just got thrown on like, yeah. he's on the Zoom like, live. hey, yeah. you available? All right. But cause yeah, I mean, this is one of the, oh, it's just kind of like a rare thing, right? Where like you get dropped and it's like, obviously everybody wants to not get cut. You know, you want to be able to make the roster, but then you got 31 of the teams that can, you know, scoop you up, like blowing it up. You know, I don't love him going within the division, but you know, those types of things happen for that exact reason. Um, you know, teams will always try to grab somebody up from another team within the division and try to give themselves any advantage. But, but yeah, I mean, I think that's, uh, it was, like I said before, it was pretty cool just seeing a couple of them players be able to, you know, get cut, find a home somewhere else. You know, this shows that, um, yeah, I mean, that's just like what the nature of the business is overall, what it can look like. Um, so just hoping that, you know, one of them, you know, whoever, uh, you know, people that got cut, they don't, they don't come back to bite us in some way. So, sure. yeah, no, um, I agree. And I, I think, you know, I, I'd be honest, I didn't know much of Nate, uh, Sudfield until you said something about him. Um, and I'm, I'm just gonna, we don't have to get in a depth conversation. I'll be willing to, I'm, I'm wondering how much of an upgrade that might be. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, but, you know, that's a whole nother story. Um, there are, you know, it's, uh, it's a race to the bottom, really. But, yeah. he, um, he played for the Niners for, I know, actually, being like, had to go out and deep, deep to it, but I think I just like him. He, I mean, he was on the, with the Niners for quite a while. I think, you know, anytime a backup can kind of stay somewhere, I think he started some games, you know, when Garoppolo was hurt yeah, here yeah. and there. So he's got like, I trust him over Doyle and Blau, you know, to, to, to jump in if, if uh, golf gets hurt. I trust him way more, but, but yeah. Yeah, we'll no, I don't know if you want to go in depth here or just transition into other quarterback battles, you know, probably a bigger quarterback battle in the state of Michigan. And that would be, uh, yeah. you know, what Michigan has going on um, in, you know, the transitioning the into J.J. McCarthy here. But for this week, you know, we're, I guess we're all assuming that he's going to hit the ground running and do very well. And this might be is probably going to be his team moving forward. But, you know, just recap of week one, you know, complete route of Colorado State. And, um, you know, I, I guess I'd have stole it over to you. Yeah. I did while watching the game and what, uh, you know, I guess what were your takeaways from the game? Yeah, so I think um, – and it's tough, right, because the first thing I'll say is I, I do wish we were, we played, like, a little bit of a tougher non-conference schedule. Like, i just like to see a little bit more of a tough, you know, tougher uh, a test to kind of start the season off. I don't really know how good Colorado State was last year or anything like that. I know they're not in any of the Power Five. I don't think any of the Power Five. No, yeah, they're definitely not in any of the Power Five conferences. Um, defense looked dominant. I mean, so I guess in this situation, I feel like we did. We handled business. Um, you know, they only scored once. You know, it would be nice if they didn't score uh, a touchdown. Um, but I think we ended up having like seven sacks. Um you know, it seemed like it was a, I mean, we had talked about it before. It's kind of like a group effort. I think that's going to kind of be the thing on defense nowadays. Um, or this year, I should say, just with Ojabo and Hutch, um, you know, moving on to the NFL. Daxon Hill moving on to the NFL as well. Um, defense was impressive. Kate definitely looked nervous. Um, you know, he had a couple throws that, you know, should have been on the money, but they weren't. Um, almost through an interception and they got, got overturned. Um, so, I mean, I'd say he didn't really put himself in a good spot. 
you know, to kind of solidify anything for him, you know, when it comes to week three and, you know, it being the team, his team going forward. Um, and I think the more even telling thing about it was how we were only up 13 to zip at halftime. And then you bring JJ in and all of a sudden the score balloons to 37 zip in a matter of, you know, a quarter, quarter and a half. So, I mean, I feel like the offense had like a, just a shot in the arm when JJ came in. He was when he ran the ball, you know, had a tw- little 20 yard read option play that, you know, had the, had the crowd excited. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm very impressed and I'm looking forward to seeing what JJ is going to do uh, next week. Or this upcoming week. <laughs> yeah, this upcoming week, Saturday, <clears throat> for a night game, I believe. Yeah. And no, and I, uh, I, I think, um, I have the stats here, but I believe Cade was eight of nineteen for, uh, with fifty percent, for like a buck eighty or something along those lines. And I just, you know, I mean, fifty percent versus, yeah, no, eight of nineteen. Sorry, I'm tripping. Nine of. 18 for 136. And um, so I just think when, I mean, that that's just, you know, sloppy. I mean, quite, quite frankly, it's sloppy. And, uh, you know, that, that you take that game into the big 10, you can easily lose to anybody. And, you know, we, I just think in, he does not have the ability to take the top off the defense with running. He refuses to keep the ball on um, uh, an option play. Not that he is the most elusive and can run, but I mean, some of those, even dating, I mean, dating back to last year. Go get five uh, yards. Yeah, yeah. Literally with anybody with the ball in their hands. That's how open some of those are. And you can point to, to those game in and game out. So I think, you know, just JJ's ability to run his, um, and his willingness to keep it. You know, where if Cade would even keep it, like you said, once or twice a game, he's going to probably average 35, 40 yards rushing. And I'm, we're, I know I'm not joking. You know, that's very easy. Um, he just refuses to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, JJ willing to do that. I think the biggest thing with him is just, I want to see him go out there and, you know, I'm not saying we should pass it all over, but go out there and let him have a 20, 22 passing attempts and see if he can keep it together, drive in and drive out, not make the dumb plays, not, you know, Carolina, you know, do the, you know, uh, whatever they call it, like the Russell Wilson where you ballerina halfway backward. Yeah. Yeah, you know, those are sexy plays from time to time. But, yeah, you can get away with that maybe versus wide, but that might be a 25-yard sack versus, uh, you know, a better team. So yeah. I just think go out there and not try to do too much, but just make the right play. And um, and that's really what I want to see from him, just clean, good football, good quarterbacking. And um, so that's what I expect as well. I think we, you know, we talked about it before we got on. We have athletes, Blake Corum, um, yeah. Edwards, good back, uh, great backfield to rely on. And um, these receivers are, are hungry for a quarterback to get them the ball. So I think they would, they're going to be ready to play as well. So it's really all on JJ to just put the shit together. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I know I, I missed a little bit of that first half, but you, did Andrew, Andrew, he play quite a bit or is he like, where, how yeah. did he? You said who? Andrew Anthony. I'm just curious. I, I, mean, I, no, I, so I don't think he's even listed as a receiver that caught a ball. Um, okay. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't, no, he is not, and I don't. I can't recall him playing very much, to be honest. When I, I mean, uh, I, mean I, I mean, it doesn't surprise me just because Ronnie Bell's back, and like Roman Wilson. I mean, you know, he had a great year last year. Um, Cornelius Johnson. You know, we got, we got like three seniors that, yeah, you know, are like really, really good. So I didn't, I didn't know if like last year was more of just him getting in, just because we didn't have Ronnie Bell, or you know, I didn't know what that looked like overall. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think just kind of to uh, just, you know, touch on a couple other things. I mean, I was, you know, I think overall, I mean, I was impressed by the run game. You know, I think I'm still just kind of curious to see how it's going to unfold going down, you know, the road. Like, I don't know, man, we had a guy that literally could fall for four yards every single play. I want to see what happens when we get to that third and one, third and short. You know, if they have like a, you know, is Corn built for that? I know he put on some weight, but, he, you know, still just kind of a smaller back. Um, you know, it's not as, you know, not like his thing to kind of just, you know, run in there like three yards and call it dust. So, um, I, I'll, I'll be curious to kind of see how we manage those type of, uh, down and distance, you know, second and four, third and three, fourth and two, fourth and one. Yeah. Um, going forward, but defense, I fight they're really deep. Um, I mean, I mean, there's guys that I remember making plays when, you know, that COVID year that, you know, you didn't really see much of last year um, that we're making plays this year. So, I mean, I just feel like we have a lot of depth, um, especially on D-line. I mean, getting that guy from Bama, he ended up playing last week, yep, um, yep. graded out very well, had like a half a sack or a full sack. I don't know if they kind of credit him with that. Mike Morris looks good. Jalen Harrell looks good. Um, so, I do – I do, I'm – this past week gave me a little bit of reassurance. I mean, obviously it was only Colorado State, but it looks like this defense is, you know, I thought they should pick up where they left off. Yeah, no, I agree. And just to, to circle back to, to the short line, like the, you know, third one goal yeah. line type situations. I, you know, I mean, I, I, let's just be honest here. JJ's probably going to start the rest of the season. Um, and um, assuming that that is real and that's going to happen, um, you don't want to put him in too much of harmful situations, but he is a running quarterback even dating back to like Spate and Shea Patterson. And he, he's willing to let a quarterback put his head down and get them short yards as well. Um, I don't know um, if we have just that big back somewhere on the bench that can get us that, or, you know, I, I'm done. I think he graduated, but I'm done messing with like the Ben Mason type bullshit where, you, <laughs> you know, but I think, you know, um, you know, I, I think, you know, let's get into a real athlete and just make this, yeah. make it happen. But um, so I think, It'd be kind of by committee, but uh, I think, I think maybe some trickeration when it comes to option type plays. When we, yeah. I think, what we'll rely on when it comes to those third and twos, fourth and twos, third and one, fourth and ones. And uh, but no, you, I mean, you spoke, you hit it right on the head as far as the defense. I kind of, we we both hoped that we would reload, reload like we typically do, and uh, it's kind of next guy up mentality. Obviously, that's hard to do when you had two guys drafted in the top forty, two guys that would have been drafted in the top. 10 top 15 if it wasn't for injury but mm-hmm. uh I, I think we look pretty good i think we had seven sacks yeah you know and uh and typically that translates weekend and when I mean, you're obviously if you play a bad team you can really destroy their offensive line but it might not be seven sacks it might be three sacks and seven eight hurries it might be whatever whatever but you're typically that translates week to week and you're going to be disrupting things uh right. i feel pretty good uh about that and um you know, I mean, it really comes down to what it always comes down to in Michigan. Can the quarterback, you know, win us some games, uh, get us down the field that's right before been. half or right at the end of the game to steal some points? Yeah. Last few years, that's all it's been is just having finding that guy, you know, because consistent. I mean, we've seen, I mean, we've probably seen at least 10 to 15 different quarterbacks start at some point in time since Harbaugh's been there. He's been there for, what, six years? Yep. So, uh, maybe, maybe a little, little – Overreacting a little bit to 15, but I'd say 10, 10 to 12 for sure. Easy. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I'm just looking forward to, you know, we got a guy you who know, was a true freshman, contributed a lot last year. 
Like people say they call him electric. You know, he definitely, you know, gives the offense a shot in the arm. Um, I think he has some ridiculous arm talent um, that we need to start putting to work. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I feel like, you know, he's a Michigan man that plans on being here for a long time and, you know, wants to finish his career there. But in the world we live in now, you kind of got to, you know, get him in there. And because if, if we run the risk of him not going in there and him still going with K, you run the risk of losing him too. So, um, yeah, weird spot to be in. But like I said, Cade had his shot. Can't say that he didn't get his shot, whether he was surprised with it or not. Uh, I know the interview he had, he was talking about how it was unexpected, of how you know things were gonna unfold. Um, but I think it's one of those rare occasions where you gotta you gotta stay ready and um, you can't afford to you know have have bad possessions, especially in a situation like this. So I I'm with you. I, I used to be you know kind of at peace. They would have went to the two the two man route just because it worked out really well last year. But I think um, after this week, I mean, pretty sure it should be JJ's team going forward unless he just finds a way to embarrass himself against Hawaii, which I doubt will happen. Right, right. No, I agree. And I still, you know, this is um, a what have you done for me lately league. This is, yep. a, a, you know, a tough business. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, come first game of Big Ten, Cade's out there fumbling and looking crazy. You know, we can't go back with the sure, the sure-footed guy. Um, but I think, I think you have to go with um, – you have to kind of put your foot on the accelerator. Yeah, put your foot on the accelerator and really say, let's go for this because, you know, we we know we can go be a, a 9-10 win team with this guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can go be a 14 win team with him. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm super, super excited. I mean, Saturday night, I hate waiting all damn day to watch it. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, it is what it is. It should be a great atmosphere. And, uh, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for him. I think they're setting the, the table set for him to come out there night game. One of the worst teams in the damn country. Um, and probably going to have a bunch of crazy plays and trickeration. So we ran a really vanilla. Very vanilla. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. so I think I think that's kind of going to be the game plan to let's go, you know, showcase him and show the world what yeah. we got. I do just wish, man, like, I don't know, maybe I'm, I might be in the minority when I say this, but I wish it was at least like. Virginia, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, like a, you know, just a, you know, Vanderbilt or, you know, a little bit of a more higher level type team just to really see. I mean, obviously, we're going to run into Big Ten play, and that's going to be a, a gauntlet. Like, literally, like this, you know, it's going to be crazy once we start that type of play. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I, it, it worked out so we can experiment with the quarterbacks like this and have this type of, um, you know, situation going on. Um, I mean, I like playing the real teams too. But right. uh, I think we, I think we right. mix them up. I think we banked on Washington being legit, and they were complete ass last year. Right. We have, you know, in the past have done it. Um, you know, we yeah. played Notre Dame earlier on, played Bama, you know, a few years back. We definitely have jumped out, you know, played some teams out of country. I think we mix it up. I mean, I bet you we look it up, we'll probably play somebody real. You know, I think we, you know, we – because, I mean, let's be honest. I think we, we have an easier, favorable schedule this year. Um, and, you know, so I don't think we should be embarrassed by it, and we should just make sure that we, you know, right. capitalize on that. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, playing in front of us, I mean, so when I say, you know, I wish we would have had more of like a, you know, competitive and important to play against, I mean, I'm like, on the flip side, like, you better beat Hawaii like 63 to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like, they, I mean, it should be like three and out, give us the ball back, three and out, give us the ball back, and, you know, smooth sailing, um, wrapping things up after the first quarter. Wish. 
<laughs> oh, they play Texas next year? At Texas. Yeah. Oh, 2024. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That'd be nice. At Texas? That's crazy. Yeah. It better be coming to us the year after. But uh right. yeah. But no, you got anything else for the peoples? That's all I got, man. You know, good start to the season. Looking forward to seeing what you know, JJ McCarthy experience, what that's gonna look like. Side note, and then we're at Oklahoma the year after. Oh wow. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited for it too, man. I'm just uh, you know, on leash to hounds and see what he can do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, for Absolutely. sure. All right, peace.